We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spins away, baseline shot, Shea puts it in, and walks it off in OKC. Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he glides with the finger roll. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uncontested Summer League postgame podcast edition, where the rosters are made up and the points don't matter. I'm your host for tonight, Justin, as the Thunder fall to the Houston Rockets, 92 to 105. Before we dive in, I want to let you know that we are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Welcome to the sad part of Summer League, ladies and gentlemen. Oklahoma City tonight. A skeleton crew of a roster full of guys fighting for seemingly very few roster spots as Oklahoma City has tons of tons of tons of players signed. Going to be a battle as we head into training camp. And we got to see some of that today. Prior to tip off, Oklahoma City ruled out Chet Holmgren, Usman Jang, Trey Mann, Jalen Williams, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and Jared Butler. That's a lot of guys. Even for a summer league team, that's a lot of guys. Uh, the the roster that was on the floor tonight is probably going to look very different from any rosters we see during the season. The broadcast tonight, if you didn't get to watch it, felt like they left the door open a little bit to maybe those guys playing tomorrow against the Pacers. Which, by the way, a back-to-back in summer league seems absurd. Like, why is this a thing? Why are we why are we having teams do load management in summer league? Not to mention Oklahoma City played on Friday and hadn't played until today. I feel like we could have spread these out a little better. But what do I know? Tonight, where my attention went, Case and Wallace. Feels like a good opportunity for the rookie to show us what he can do, to put on a little bit of a show without all those names out there. He put on a show in the first game one that I got to watch in person in Las Vegas, where he put in a boatload of threes, looked very impressive on both ends of the floor, showing his defensive prowess, distributing the ball, and hitting some shots. Tonight, he did not do any of that. 
And I will preface this. I think this is the first time I've said it on the pod this year, but ladies and gentlemen, Summer League is meaningless. And tonight's a good reminder of that. It's meaningless when Cason Wallace has a good game in Summer League. It is equally as meaningless when Cason Wallace has a bad game in Summer League, which is what happened tonight. He came out looking pretty aggressive. He hit a three pretty early, uh, but really didn't put in many shots beside that. Two of 12 tonight, one of eight from behind the arc. He was forcing it. I think he was playing in a role that he's probably not had to play in, uh, you know, acting as that like lead dog, that primary scorer, that that main ball handler against decent competition, right? The Rockets were not playing Jabari Smith. They were not playing uh, Tari Eason. Obviously, no, no Eamon Thompson, but they still had Cam Whitmore. Um, they still had uh, some decent talent out there probably more so than what Kaysen saw in an average game at Kentucky. Tough, tough game for Kaysen. I don't think you can read too much into it. Like I already said, Summer League is is meaningless. It's a good reminder, though, that everything balances out. I think Thunder fans were feeling very high on Kaysen Wallace after the first game. Don't get too low on him after this game either. In addition to the shooting tonight, Kaysen had one rebound, three assists, and five turnovers. Still did some nice things on the defensive end of the floor. I think you can see that. You can see how he he can bring that any night to any game. I think you'll always be able to count on on Kaysen for that. But it's a learning curve. It's his second summer league game. He was playing in a, basically a totally different roster tonight in a totally different role. And this man doesn't have much practice time under his belt. They've played a couple times in, in random high schools around Vegas. But that's it, right? He's going to get a full training camp. He's going to understand the Thunder system. He's going to get a more defined role on this roster. There's nothing that I saw tonight that was like an urgent, crazy red flag, right? He had an off night. I like to see his aggressiveness still. You know, he wasn't somebody that just like totally disappeared. He still was trying to make plays. I actually also appreciate like the one of eight. You hear that said a lot of, I'd rather go one of eight than, you know, one of three or something like that. Like that shows that you keep shooting. So I like the confidence and the aggressiveness there. That shot will fall uh, oftentimes. I think what will be interesting to watch with Kaysen, his numbers at Kentucky last year, shooting the three ball, not great until you factor out the last 10 games of the season where he was had kind of a nagging injury, in which case his, his shooting percentage from three on the season jumps like 10 points. So it was like, low 30s to high 30s like it was a big swing you got to see some of that swing today uh he's gonna have one of eight nights probably not getting eight attempts most nights for this team in the regular season but he's also gonna have nights like the like uh a couple days ago in vegas where he started five for five i think it was five of six something like that it's gonna be it's gonna be a learning curve but still still super high on Kaysen. excited to see what he brings to this team not his night tonight However, and we've already got some comments in the chat about it, somebody who did have a great night, Keontae Johnson. Keontae Johnson coming off the bench. I was a little surprised. I thought he might get the start with all those guys out. Keontae Johnson off the bench tonight in 22 minutes goes for 19 points off 9 of 14 shooting, 1 of 3 from behind the arc, also adds 5 boards and 1 assist. Really great minutes from Keontae. I think this that was probably the most exciting thing on the floor tonight for me. Um, he, he played a little bit in the first game, did, did some nice things, had that flashy alley-oop that, that got retweeted all, all over social media. He's so 
physically ready for the NBA, you can see it. Like the way that he's built, he's he's NBA ready from day one. He he doesn't need to to bulk up. He doesn't need to get stronger. He doesn't need to you know uh, grow into his frame. He's ready. He's there. He looks like he could go play linebacker in the NFL tomorrow. He's ready for that NBA game. We got to see a little bit of his physicality scoring inside. We got to see him hit, uh, like I said, the one of three from behind the arc. He had a deep ball. He had some nice floaters and ones. Also some nice defensive plays tonight for, for Keontae as well. I think overall, really solid game. Really exciting stuff to see from him. I think he's one that has the potential. Like They've announced he signed a two-way deal. There's a world in which that doesn't stay a two-way deal for forever. Um, I think his finishing around the rim really stood out tonight. Uh, I think his his driving to the basket was another high point. I think there's there's opportunities that are going to be had for him. It's going to be fun to watch him in the blue. Like I think sometimes there's blue players, and um, you know what you're going to get. I think Keontae is going to have the opportunity to to do some stuff, to actually put some stuff on tape in the G League. I hope he gets a lot of opportunities with the Thunder. I kind of started the show with this, and I know everybody has, has touched on this. We've all talked about it. There's a lot of guys fighting for very few roster spots. Keontae's got his two ways secured, but there's two more two ways, right? There's other guys fighting for these spots. He's not fighting for, for a two-way spot, but I think down the line, thinking about him potentially making a roster, probably not this year, but in the future, I think there's a very real chance that if he continues to put in the work and, and go on this trajectory, I think he's got a shot. He's got the frame. I think he he can jump out of the gym. I think he's got the basketball IQ to to be a solid role player on this team. It'll be fun to watch him go through that that development as he continues his career. Uh, but once again, summer league man, you can't really read too much into it, but you can appreciate a good game when you see it. I think um, in the first half, Oklahoma City was down pretty big to the Rockets, and he came in and immediately there was a spark. He scored like seven straight points, I think it was. Really nice stuff, right? If you're going to get the opportunity, you have to make the most of it. So uh, bravo to Keontae for doing that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The next guy that stood out to me tonight, getting the start of what I thought would be Johnson's place, was KJ Williams. KJ Williams, a uh, really solid game, 26 points, or sorry, 26 minutes, 19 points, uh, 8 of 13 shooting, 1 of 4 from behind the arc, 13 rebounds to go along with it. I think he's another guy that is definitely hoping for a two-way deal. He was undrafted. Uh, he played at LSU. I think there's uh, lots of jokes about his the J and, and KJ standing for uh, Jalen. TBD, I've never heard a definitive answer on that. Do your own research or something. Uh, no, to, there's a question in the chat. I don't believe KJ is on a two-way, at least not not that I've heard. Uh, but he he's definitely in the conversation. Like I said, lots of mouths trying to fight for that same spot. But I think he'll be firmly in the mix. And if he keeps putting putting tape together like this, I think he, he can be in that conversation. Who I think maybe has an edge is the guy I want to talk about next. Caleb McConnell. McConnell played significant minutes. He's undrafted rookie out of Rutgers, but did a really nice job again tonight. 28 minutes up there. That's third most of anybody tonight. Six points off three of 11 shooting, 10 boards, three assists, one steal, and one block. Caleb McConnell is a defensive menace. I think you you look at his tape from Rutgers, you look at some of the scouting profiles on him, the, the defensive acumen really stands out. Um, he's, a, he's a wing stopper, 6'6", 200 pounds. Uh, he can guard one-on-one -on -one with anybody, but he's also a really good off-ball defender. He's got good feet. Uh, it's tough to tough to go through him. Like he he can really kind of hold his own in space, and we've gotten to see some of that in pretty pretty significant summer league action. Like I said, solid minutes for an undrafted rookie. I think he has a real shot to get one of those remaining two way spots if he can do what he's shown in in the G League and what he put on tape at Rutgers. I think he he's definitely got an opportunity offensively. Not great. Like you heard the three of 11 shooting. He's not known for that side of the ball. If he could develop a shot, he's got a chance to be a real role player in the NBA. That's a big if, right? That's like saying if I could develop, you know, 40% from three, then I'd be on an NBA roster. It's probably true. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. He's He's got to work on it. Uh, if he does make the thunder, having Chip England at your disposal can certainly help with that. But I think he he has a lot of things that you like, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And we know that the Thunder have no problem bringing in guys who who have the defensive acumen, who have the the basketball IQ. You know, he's not a great shooter, but he's a decent passer. Um, I think there there's opportunities for him if he can continue to work on the offensive side of the game to to make an NBA roster. It may not be with the Thunder, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him make a roster somewhere around the league rounding out some of the other guys uh shackle Sh Ugh. shackleford continues to stand out the man's a bucket 
16 points tonight off six of 19 shooting a whopping one of 10 from behind the arc stands out, but it doesn't because the thunder were five of 33 from behind the arc overall tonight. Not great. Bob dot Jif, but Shackelford can score, man. He's done it in every game so far. He did it at Bama night in and night out guy can get it. Um, I don't think that's going to be enough to get you on the thunder. Like a score is great, but anybody can, can get buckets. Just ask Trey man. There's, there's lots of opportunities to get buckets. You got to bring more than that to the table. I think he could find a home somewhere, potentially uh, at least at least a G League roster. I think he he's got a future ahead of him, but he's he's put in some solid minutes for the Thunder so far in summer league. I do want to talk a little bit about the Rockets. Uh, Cam Whitmore's a dog. He's a dog. He's feisty. He's aggressive on both sides of the ball. He's got some nastiness to him. Sixteen points tonight for Whitmore. Six of fourteen from the floor. Again, one of eight from behind the arc. Nobody was really pouring it in from deep tonight. Eight boards, three assists, and three steals. That knee, if it holds up, it's going to look like a great steal for the Rockets. It's, again, big if, big if. Looked a little shaky a couple times tonight. I hope for his sake it holds up. Like Seems like a good kid. I hope it works out for him. Hope it doesn't work out for him from a Rockets perspective because I wish them nothing but sadness. But we'll see. Uh, it's definitely a, a risk, probably a risk worth taking, right? He falls far enough. To, you got to take that shot. He's got enough talent. You got to see that on display tonight without uh, Jabari Smith and without Tari Eason and without Amon Thompson on the floor. He did a really great job of stepping up to that, that opportunity that was in front of him. You also had really solid minutes from Hudgens, 26 points for the Rockets, Samuels, 19 points for the Rockets, and Mayer or Meyer, I honestly have no idea. Also 19 points for the Rockets. They they had some guys putting in work, and really that that was the story. Oklahoma City couldn't defend super well tonight. They were not slowing anything down. The offensive side of the ball was also struggling. That is a uh, a recipe for disaster all around. Shout out to Kerry in the chat says, thanks for potting as I make my way back to Helena. We got to hang out with Carrie a little bit uh, in Vegas. Carrie's a madman, if you don't know. Carrie went to Salt Lake Summer League and then drove down to Vegas Summer League. And now he's making the trek all the way back home. Uh, what what a guy. He's a champ, though. Uh, we had a great time hanging out with him. Even saved us some seats some days, which was amazing. Good stuff. Uh, drive safe, Carrie. I hope, I hope the ugliness of this game does not cause you uh any distractions also got vic from summer league enjoyed meeting y'all this weekend glad you made it home safely what up vic it was so cool guys like outside of if you can allow me to geek out for a minute outside of seeing the games outside of like meeting players and seeing players in person like strolling through the lobby and seeing like joel joel and b just like walking through a casino we got to meet a bunch of people that said they listen to the pod or they follow us on twitter or they've heard of us or whatever it was like that's unreal that was just a very surreal moment for me i got in my feels uh it was awesome super cool we appreciate all of you we we love all of you we love interacting with all of you and getting to meet some of you in person was super cool hopefully many more times in the future we're gonna have some watch parties ahead this year we're gonna have summer league again to look forward to next year but just super thankful for all y'all that have ever interacted with us because we get to do crazy things like go to summer league in Las Vegas. So thank you for that. Aside from that, I want to look ahead next game out the Indiana Pacers on the schedule tomorrow. 
hopefully a number of those players that we just discussed that we're sitting out get some burn tomorrow. I'm guessing probably not Chet. I'm guessing probably not JRE because it seems like he's probably hurt. But Trey Mann, I feel like could maybe get some more burn. Jay Will could maybe get some more burn. The one I'm most interested in is Oos. I want to see Oos get more minutes at Summer League. He's been solid. He's been a little bit inconsistent. I think what I want to see from Oos is to continue to develop some physicality. And he's going to have some options. This Pacer Summer League team, I don't know who plays, right? It's it's reaching that tipping point in Summer League where you have no idea who plays, but like Jairus Walker, Jairus Walker poured it in the other night. I think uh, even like, I don't know, he could be going against like Jackson or Shibway. I, I, there's opportunities where he's going to have to go up against some big aggressive bodies against that Pacers team. And Us is a tall, tall guy that we've not really seen kind of embrace his size. He shies away from contact. I want to see that change with Us. I think that's the thing that if it changes, amplifies his game to another level. If if he can find a way to be aggressive, if he can find a way to be a little bit uh, more physical, I think that that's, that's a huge, huge plus for his game. Maybe we get to see some of that. Beyond that, I want to see confidence. You saw that in the, the first game in Summer League. You could tell like he's not overthinking it. He's not trying to decide what the right thing to do is. He's just doing it. And I think that's an evolution going into his second year, seeing the game slow down. I think you want to see more of that. You want to see less thinking, more hooping. And I think he'll he'll have an opportunity, I'm imagining, on a still somewhat shorthanded roster tomorrow night to put that on tape. Uh, Vic in the chat also correcting me. Trey hurt his finger. That is, I forgot about that. He's out for the rest of the summer league. So no more Trey man. So definitely an opportunity for us. I think Jared Butler as well. Um, though I think Butler, I think he probably still has a spot at a two way. I, I just don't know with how many guards the thunder have in the stable currently. I'm not sure how much of an opportunity he has to break through the rotation in, in a meaningful way. He's been solid. He's had really good moments this summer league. I think he he's an exciting prospect as well. He's got a lot uh, to look forward to in his career. I just don't know how much of it will be with the thunder. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Also, Carrie in the chat calls out, I loved how every Thunder player was there today. 
including Lindy Waters, which was interesting. I thought that that was very interesting as well. You had everybody lined up on the sideline. You had Lou and Shay on the baseline, the whole squad representing. You love to see it. Uh, they interviewed Giddy during the game, asked him about the Thunder culture and, and how they just kind of do everything together, how they hang out all the time, and they have a really great bond. I think it, you see it in action, right? I didn't see that many players supporting any other team while I was in Vegas over the weekend. It's just super cool to see. And I'm sure for those guys that are you know fighting to make the roster, I think that's probably a really cool kind of vote of confidence and, and uh, welcome to the brotherhood a little bit to see those guys out there supporting. As far as Lindy goes, I don't know, man. Like they snapped a pick with Omar Rui after game with that they played against Omar Rui. So maybe they're just like keeping them in the fold. Maybe there's more to it. And Lindy's going to stick around somehow. I don't know. I don't know, but it's cool regardless whether whether he sticks around on the roster or whether he was just there supporting his guys. I think it's cool. I think it again speaks to that that Thunder culture a little bit. I think it speaks to that that brotherhood. Big Mike in the chat. Butler isn't bad, but I don't see the point of him on a two way. I guess maybe a decent vet, but he's going to be ninth or tenth guard. I'd rather get depth at other positions. I think that's that's very true. That's kind of how I feel as well. There's so many guards on this team. Think about the guys that that have joined that we haven't even gotten to see play yet, uh, especially Mitchich. Like it's it's just hard to predict what this team even looks like with a guy like Mitchich being in inserted into the rotation. There's going to be a lot of mouths fighting for minutes. Something that we you know we were just kind of chatting as we watched the games in Thomas and Mac was, I think we'll see almost like you can kind of think of it like like platoons. It happened a lot last year where Dignalt would change up the rotation, but he would do it over like stretches of games, like six to eight games. Uh, you'd get kind of the same rotations and then he'd switch it up. I think you probably get that again this year, right? There, There's guys that you know are going to be in the rotation, the Shea, the J-Dub, the Giddy, the Luz. I think those guys, the Chets, wow, almost forgot Chet. I'm not used to having Chet on this team. You're going to have Chet. He's going to get minutes every night. But then I think beyond that, like looking at the second second team rotations, I think those have opportunities to change up, whether it's Poku getting minutes, whether it's Oos, whether it's maybe Trey Mann, maybe it's JRE if he's ever healthy enough to step foot on a basketball court again. Kinrich, there's so many guys that, man, I don't know. Like th- they can't play them all because then everyone would be playing like one and a half minutes. So they're going to have to change up the rotations. But I think you could see something very similar to last season where you get these kind of like platoon shifts every other week or something like that, where guys are going to have their opportunity to flourish and guys are going to have the chance put in front of them. It's going to be up to them to take advantage of, of it. What I think is really encouraging though, is that competition it's there. There's so many guys on this roster. The competition between now and the end of training camp is going to be fierce to try to make this squad. We've seen it the past few years, but here it feels like it's taken up a whole nother level heading into next season. They've they've got a lot of guys to trim, and there's a lot of guys that are going to be fighting for that spot. And as much as we want to see, you know, the big big names and things like that for the rest of Summer League, like it's fun, right? It's fun to watch Chet and J-Dub go out there in Summer League and ball out, but it's fun to watch those guys too that are like quite literally fighting for their careers against other guys on other teams that are also fighting for their careers. There there's a lot to be said about that level of competition and, and how it drives everybody to get better. It raises the level for everyone involved. 
I think the Thunder are building a squad that has the depth to do that. I'd love to be a fly on the wall during summer camp, summer camp, training camp, <laughs> and get to take in some of those runs like the ones versus the twos and, and see how it goes down, see what some of those competitive matchups look like. Can you imagine getting to watch uh, like Kason and Lou go at it or, or um, J-Dub and Lou? I think that there's so many fun matchups that, that this team has within the practice facility. I think that, man, it's going to be great. There's going to be a lot to talk about and a lot to dissect and break down as we head towards that way. But ultimately this thunder team is about getting that one notch better every year. They're going to keep bringing guys in. It's the roster exploration phrase that Presty says. The goal is to just increment incrementally grow the base of this roster. Yes, you're getting the big picks every now and then, you know, the Chet Holmgrens, but it's also the guys at the back end of the rotation. Like, Jay Will, I think, has done a phenomenal job, not only just through last season, but like what we've seen in Summer League, too. I feel like Jay Will has probably earned a pretty firm spot in the rotation. It's, it's hard to say definitively because of the injury, but in my mind, I'm probably giving a lot of the minutes that went to JRE last year to Jay Will because they can do a lot of things that are similar. And I think Jay will does a little bit more than JRE. That's what you want, right? A couple of years ago, we were raving about how JRE was the future, you know, Nick Collison of thunder 2.0. I think it might be Jay will. Who's the Nick Collison of thunder 2.0. And if you can keep kind of incrementally raising those role players and taking them up to another level that raises the whole ship, takes this whole team to another level and elevates everybody on the floor. And ultimately, that's how you find yourself playing for an NBA championship, which the Thunder hopefully are doing uh, in the future. The last thing I want to hit on, we touched on it on, on some of our um, pods while we were down in Vegas, but we got to see the announcement of the in-season tournament. And just thinking about, you know, this team and like the, the fun that comes from summer league competition, they were showing like the rings that you get for winning summer league. And it, it feels kind of silly, but it's fun. The in-season tournament's going to be fun especially for a team like the Thunder that, yeah, they're they're moving towards being a, a contender. Are they realistically in like the NBA championship contender hunt next year? Probably not. Are they going to have a shot at it through the playoffs? Probably. But something like the in-season tournament gives them that extra incentive to kind of like go chase something, to go get get a little taste of winning. How cool will it be? Not saying it'll be the Thunder. But if the Thunder were to win the in-season tournament, they're hoisting the trophy in Vegas. The I forget what they call it, the something cup. They're hoisting the cup in Vegas. They're celebrating. And then a few years down the line, as they're headed to the NBA Finals, knock on wood, you get to like flash back to that moment of like, oh, that was like their coming-of-age story when they won the in-season tournament. Now look at them. Like I think, I think those kind of storylines are so much fun. Whether it's the Thunder, whether it's somebody else, maybe it'll be somebody that is just like a bottom feeder team that goes out and takes it home. Like, that's a cool story, too. You know, somebody that you don't expect. I think that there's so much potential there to, to celebrate teams beyond just the ones that you know are probably going to be in the finals every year. I think it's a really cool idea. I hope it catches on. And I think, you know, watching Summer League has kind of reminded me of like the the joy that comes from these little competitions. Like think about the Kings last year, right? Summer League champs, baby. They're walking out of the arena chanting 55 wins. And then 
they're in the conference finals. And like, you get to kind of reflect on that moment. Like it's a really cool stepping stone in their growth story. So I'm excited to see it, to see it play out. Uh, it was cool to get to be there to kind of be a part of the announcement and get to get to see it go down live. It'll be cool to see it come to life. Maybe, maybe the uncontested is back out in Vegas in December recording live from the studio as the thunder are ready to take on uh, the LA Lakers in the semifinals of the play in tournament or not the play in tournament, the mid season tournament. I'm writing some fanfic live on the pod. Who knows? It'd be pretty dope though. Tomorrow night, like I mentioned, Indiana Pacers on the schedule should get some more names back. Hopefully, Us and others will be back at it tomorrow night for the Thunder. We will be back at it tomorrow night. I think TP has you tomorrow night for the post-game show. So make sure you tune in for that. Tune into the game. I think it's like six something tomorrow. So another kind of early one. And then Friday, they close it out with a 4 p.m. game. I think it is. So make sure to tune in for all of that. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast, sub to us on YouTube. We're having a lot of fun interacting everywhere with y'all. Make sure to come back Sunday night after summer league for our weekly show. We're going to break down the big themes. We're going to break down everything that we saw in summer league and what we have to look forward to ahead. Thanks for tuning in tonight. And as always, Thunder up.